presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. The Jazz. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. How you doing? I'm tired. You doing all right? My brain is fried, man. Why is your brain fried? <laughs> that's, that's a long day, dude. Five hours at that pro day. Is a, well, it was about four and a half. Actually, it was about four. That was a long day of pro day stuff. And you're just, you know, throwing in numbers and you're getting numbers and you're, you know, watching all sorts of reps and such and... Yeah, it was good. It was uh, it was a good experience. Glad I was there. Uh, big thanks to Doug Hoffman for letting me be there. Actually, so that was fun. Well, anybody who's listened to our show, especially when we go out to Guild Mortgage, and knows that uh, you and numbers and and percentages and stats don't always get along. So whatever, it's dude. Good thing you had others there to help. There, you. I'm freaking Einstein, you fetcher. I'm good. You have a zero percent chance of winning. I have a zero percent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, did you guys get a winner out of that, by the way? Did we, sure, get- we sure did. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Uh, next month, uh, you might want to get over to Guild Mortgage next month. I'm just going to say that. you like, We'll be there in April. You might want to get there, too. I'll just I'll leave it at that. Uh, Tony Nilton and Guild Mortgage. And, you know, obviously, we've been in conversation with Tony Nilton, but uh, we're going to put together a heck of a show for you. And uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's our last one until August. Um. Oh really? We'll have, we'll take a break. Yeah, we'll take a break until August. When football starts, we'll get right back at it. But take just a small break from it. So, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was fun yesterday. Big thanks to everyone coming by and saying hi. Appreciate you guys for doing that. That was a blast. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so pro day was today for Utah State football, and uh, obviously, you know, this is the one time. For these guys to shine, because there weren't any Aggies invited to the combine, and the combine it has its own set of issues sometimes that pop up. Sometimes it gets uh, overinflated with the results, and sometimes it gets you know, people get distracted with little things like hand size and uh, a few other things that kind of get in the way of just trying to develop talent or, or assessing talent, I should say. But it kind of sets a bar, right, for what the talent pool looks like nationally. And then everybody, all the scouts go around to each individual school that holds their own pro day, where a lot of guys get a chance to show what they've been working on and 
hopefully impress a scout or two to be considered on an NFL roster. And uh, Ajay, it, it's, it sounds like there were a couple of Aggies that were turning heads today, <laughs> that were doing things yeah. that nobody did in the combine. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, can we open up like a Q and A with our listeners? Is that all right too? Absolutely. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. A text into our Guild Mortgage text line again. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Go ahead and open up with questions. If you guys got questions about the combat or about the pro day, um, let me know what you got. I'll try and answer them to the best of my ability for you. Uh, whatever you have, just throw them out there, and we'll we'll get it. We'll do a little bit of a Q and A here while we're at it. For, yeah, a lot of athletes were well. doing things. So. Maybe run us through like what was the process like today? Yeah, um, they're a, they're measuring speed, yeah, strength, how uh, high you can jump. That's a great question. Um, so what underwear they're wearing? Because yeah. apparently they're all you black. were tweeting out about they're all black. By the way, skimpies. Yeah, they were dressed to their undressed I don't know to their skimpies. It's called the skimpies. What do you want me to say? Almost naked. Is that what you want me to say on on Twitter? Hey, every player is almost naked right now. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to. No, that's see that. I mean, I mean what, what else? You want me to take a photo and put it on Twitter so people can see their bods and judge them? No, nobody wants to see Mar- Marcus Moore half naked. <laughs> you don't need to say half naked. Well, that's what you're. Naked. That's what you're asking no, for. No, I've never heard that's that what term you're asking before. For. Okay, so uh, what they do? No, they actually do. Um, they undress to their underwear, uh, and then they uh, they go and get measurements done. Um, the Green Bay's Packer scout led all led all events. Uh, he was the one in charge of kind of leading everything. Uh, so he would then yell out, um, you know, their measurements on weight and height. If you guys got questions on that or specifics on who you want to know about, let me know. But uh, yeah, so they started with Dimitri Kalafua, and then they go in alphabetical order. There was fifteen guys. And uh, they uh, they went through all of them, and then after that, and I mean, it took a while to like get going. At one point, I was like, "Holy crap, we're just we're kind of standing around. Let's do this." And then things kind of started to pick up. And then they went to uh, they were in the I Fitness Center. Uh, then they went over and they did uh, not not bench press. Um, can't remember what they did now. Now, oh yeah, there it goes. Uh, they did. They uh, tested their or looked at their wingspan. They did hand measurements. Then they did bench. Uh, it was twenty. Let's see, it was two twenty-five on the weight. Um, two hundred twenty-five. Yeah, sorry, sorry, two twenty-five. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five pounds on the weight uh, that you would bench, and you would just go as long as you can. They only did one bench. They did two verticals on your measurement. Uh, they took your best measurement of that. Um, they did broad jump, forty-three cone, and then twenty-yard shuttle, and then they went through a skills drill for both for anybody who. Or I guess if coaches wanted to see anybody go through some stuff. I know Nick Kendra got a look. Uh, Dimitri Galiafua got a look. Shaq Bond definitely got a look. Uh, and then receivers went through routes. Um, and, uh, and oh, yeah, sorry. But in defensive backs, also went through footwork. You know, like pedaling back, coming forward, pedaling back to the right, to the left, and then sprinting forward. And then they'd have a scout throw a ball at him and they catch it and go. Uh, then the receivers went through routes and had their hands tested. Um, in regards of catching, and then they went through, um, and then they kind of, and then we had interviews with them with the media, and they also talked with coaches as well, going through, uh, going through uh, with what coaches wanted to meet with them or whatever. So nice. Okay, so that's a good base layer, kind of an overview of 
the events that took place and in what order. Now I've had a few texts coming through asking you some specifics. Okay. And so absolutely love to get more of these questions coming through. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage uh, text line about Pro Day today up at Utah State. Ajay was up, uh, able to be up there and observe everything that took place. Uh, 9952 texting in with a question. Did you Do you see Tompkins playing a role similar to Tyreek Hill? Yes. Yes. Uh, I also see Tompkins being a punt returner too. Like the thing about being a rookie going into the NFL, and I've and I've I've learned this talking to to several guys who played in the NFL. The way to get yourself into the NFL and establish a spot in the league is by being a special teams player. Bill Belichick is all about that. Like you need to show us on special teams that you can play in the league. Julian Edelman's first start was being a punt returner. That's how he got a start. He was like an identical twin of Wes Welker, right? Um, there's been several other guys who've actually started special teams and then worked their way through to getting an offensive or a defensive spot, starting spot. Uh, Devin Tompkins, I could definitely see being a receiver, but I think they're also going to ask him to focus on punt returning. I asked Devin about that as well. Uh, he said that's something he's been actually working on is punt returns. Um, and if, if I had been told right, I guess in the middle of last season, that wasn't the case. I think after the season, scouts kind of, and he's talked to scouts. I think that was kind of the big thing they wanted to see is see him be a punt returner. Okay, a couple other questions coming through. 4474. Ajay, were there any fetchers at Pro Day? Yeah, yeah, there was actually. Wade Denson and Doug Hoffman. So they're doing the vertical, right? And they're like, and they're moving the measuring stick, and and Doug's like, hey, Ajay, could you touch that? And I was like, yeah, I could touch that. And uh, he's like, he looks away. He goes, "Hey, what do you think the measurement is on that?" And he goes, "Oh, it's only five feet," and I'm five foot two. And I'm like, "Okay, okay." And then they raise it up like four more feet, nine more feet, and then they're like, "Hey, Aj, now can you touch that?" And I was like, "Okay, grow up, you guys. <laughs> We're at the pro day. This isn't immature time. Yeah, <sighs> play time." <laughs> uh, five three three eight. Uh, <laughs> texting in. Uh, quit being gross, AJ. This is a family show. I wasn't being gross. You brought it up. I just thought it was a weird term. I never heard that word. I before. have to be. I have to be. I have to edit what I say. Can't go on there saying bad things. Skimpies. Okay. You just love that word now, don't you? Nine three one five says. Uh, what do they say? Uh, what did they say? What is the height of AJ was at pro day? Uh, Recon in 20, did they yell out Dora the Explorer for the height? <laughs> wow. I'm measuring at 5'3", 152, 2% body fat. Uh, my question, you know, And I wasn't half naked. I was body just fat all my clothing on. Uh, 6543, is this pro day just for graduates or can others participate? So it's for anybody who's going to be entering the, into the draft. Uh, it doesn't have to be just for graduates. They can be underclassmen, but they have to be entering the draft. Um, yeah. In fact, I mean, I'm, there, I'm trying to think, there, actually. Because you can do, uh, yeah, you can you, test the waters. Yes, yes. And yeah. kind of get an evaluation. Yes. You, If you hire an agent, you're done. As soon as you hire an agent, I believe that takes you out of the uh, out of coming back for eligibility. So... Well, you can have an agent up until a certain point. Point. If I'm not but mistaken. I think it's the combine. But. I want to say it's the combine because that's when the agent kind of presses like with you know teams of like, hey, this guy looked really good. Are you going to have interest in this guy yeah. or not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so love to continue to get more questions uh, about because you've got some interesting numbers about how guys performed specifically. Yeah, and if you want to know that, we can get into that. But you also had a chance to catch up with some of the athletes at Pro Day. Well, and we'll get to that because we do have a shortened show today. Want to make sure you know that from the top, Utah Jazz are at the Boston Celtics tonight. Tip off at five thirty, so that means pregame will begin at five twenty here on the Fan. Uh, so uh, we'll go for a full hour and a little bit into next hour before we yield to David Locke and the Utah Jazz Radio Network. But one of the guys that really turned some heads was Nick Henninger. And uh, when you started putting out some of the numbers, instantly you were getting reactions like, wait, is that is that official? Because yeah, that's so, better than anybody did in the combine. So can we just like uh, – can I explain? Can I clarify on that? So when I put unofficial, I, I'm required to put unofficial because I'm not a scout. So I can't put that it's official um, because that's it's not my numbers. I'm taking it from the scouts. Um, their numbers are official when they gather because they'll gather together and they'll meet like after the 40. They'll meet in a big circle and nobody's around allowed to be even close to the circle. Nobody. No Utah State coaches, no media, anybody like that. It's only the NFL scouts. And they'll gather numbers and they'll put averages together for the 40 time and such. And so... I was. It was made very clear to me four years ago when I started doing this. When you put out a number, you have to, and I mean you have to. It is very clear that you have to put unofficial on it. And then when Nick's came out, and I think Hans Olton reached out, I was like, Doug, this, and he's like, and he had to look at an NFL scout, get clarification, and then they're like, okay, you're good to put it out. So yeah, it was kind of weird how that worked. And so that raised some eyebrows on what <laughs> aspect of his overall evaluation. Yes, there, you, you, and you said that spot on. He turned a lot of heads today in a lot of good ways. He was very, very good, Eric. But what was it? What was it specifically oh, during his evaluation that really kind of raised eyebrows? Uh, two things. One, the uh, the reps um, on the uh, on the two twenty five bench. Uh, he came in. Man, I have to find him now. He, like yeah, he came in at 36. Reps? Yeah, 30. Oh. oh, sorry, not 36. 30 on the bench reps. I apologize. 30 on the bench reps, which, by the way, would have beaten all defensive ends at the combine. It was the best out of anybody, including in the state of Utah. Wasn't even close. Uh, um, So, yeah, that was really good. Uh, his 4740 was actually really good, too. Um, for a DN at 47 on a 40 was awesome. Uh, those were the two things that really said. And his 32 vertical, actually, no, excuse me, his 36 vertical drew a lot of eyebrows, especially from two scouts. I don't know if I'm allowed to name the scouts, but two scouts kind of looked at each other like, okay, that's not bad. So, Okay, so uh, you g- were able to catch up with Nick uh, afterwards? Yeah, dude, he was great, by the way. He talked about um, just the expectations, and he makes it very clear that these guys may not have got a combine invite, but they put on an absolute show for the f- for the. Uh, 18 teams, 19 teams that were there watching. Mm, it was a great day for the Aggies. I thought we all performed really well. Uh, what we heard was uh, it's kind of funny because uh, we were underdog. Everybody thought we were underdogs all year, right? But uh, they were like, wow, this, this is one of the most talented groups we've had. And it's like, wow, I wonder why we won the championship. And I wonder why we're 11 and 3, you know? And we're just joking around about not having that many all conference guys. I'm like, no. The Aggies can play, and I think we all showed that today. And it's a great showing. Another last little hoorah, a good way to leave an exclamation point on the 2022, or would it be 2021 Aggies, right? 21 Aggies. So it's good. 
How did it feel just, I mean, getting into it? Was there any expectations before you got into this that, and then things were a little bit different when you did the pro day? Was there anything like that? Uh, some of the drills were a little bit different, but for the most part, if you're doing linebacker stuff or if you're dropping into coverage, you're doing the same things. If you're a DN, D lineman, they want to see you bend, bend the hoop, run around. So although the drills might be slightly different, the movements are very similar. So. Hans Olsen just tweeted out after the year reps came out publicly and said your reps were the most impressive of any DTD end at the combine. And he was just bragging about you, uh, your, uh, your preparation and going to that and being ready for it. Uh, well, that's awesome. Uh, he's obviously a, a well-accomplished, highly looked at a football figure, especially uh, here in our realm. And uh, for him to say that's really cool. My minimum was 30. I had a little bit of shoulder tightness for the last month or so. So I knew my minimum was to get 30 because I, I knew I could. And uh, just uh, it was great to, to go out there and uh, be able to perform because there are 100% more jitters on game day like the stress can add to it less reps but if we were just lifting in the backyard or at the gym you know i, I feel like everybody's like ah oh, i was running fast in this but that's just how you do it how you got to handle the stress and still be able to perform at, at a high level and i think we all did that today how special was it just to be reunited with these with your your, your fellow senior teammates again and kind of have that uh, reunion after uh, how things went in 2021 uh, it was great, and I don't think how many years go past that whenever we see each other, it'll be that same special bond that you have with, whether that be a best friend or family member or brother, because uh, we all went through the same adversity, and uh, it's just a different connection that we have. And especially last night, we actually met as a whole team because we, we had the ring ceremony, got our rings from last year, which was awesome, but it, it, it's been really awesome. love this team. Uh, it really was a one of a one of a kind type of team you, you you're lucky to have one of these type of cultures in your whole lifetime to be able to be, a, to be able to be a part of it and uh, so it was great great seeing these guys nick what's the process been like for you leading up to pro day and then now what's gonna happen after this kind of leading it up to april and stuff um i no longer have to train like a track athlete which is cool get to train for football which <laughs> we all love and are familiar with so I'm really excited about that. I've been training down with uh, Dr. Skyler Main in uh, South Jordan, Utah, Sandy area with a bunch of Utah, big time Utah guys, BYU, uh, Weber State. And it's been a, a great central location. And for me, it's back home because I went to Bingham. And that facility is where a lot of our high school guys went and trained. So for me, I felt right at home, very comfortable environment. And uh, he's a great trainer. He, All of our guys that were have been going with him have been balling out i'm excited to see uh some of my other brothers at 2 p.m today weber state and then tomorrow utah and then byu so i'm excited to see those guys fall out it's kind of like you mentioned this is a very talented group I and mean, we saw that out here today and yet nobody got invited to the combine did that add maybe a little bit of you know as you're talking last night let's let's go, go out and show these guys like this is how we do it in logan yeah i mean that would have been cool to have the combine right combine invite for more of our guys uh, i thought as far as it goes for the entire state, I thought we should have had more because, I mean, we got 10-plus wins and three teams, right? But at the end of the day, we all got the opportunity, which is all you need, and not one opportunity to show these scouts, show these guys what we can do, and we got that. We are fortunate enough to get that. So Combine's cool, it's flashy, and it's awesome, but, hey, we still get the same look, and 
just blessed to even have that opportunity. How cool is the ring ceremony? We saw the rings come out on Twitter yesterday. They look pretty beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're pretty big. Too. <laughs> Not really a ring you can really wear out on the day-to-day, but I'm sure any football games or unions and stuff, it'll be up in the trophy case, put it on for those. But. Hey, really quickly, and I want to ask about Blake Anderson, what he came into last year and dealing with some adversity before um, in Arkansas State, comes here. First year, you guys kind of fall in love with him. And, and just talk about the relationship that was building and having him as a coach for you guys. Um, the guy's a special guy. <laughs> He's been through a lot of adversity, and even recently, the man is one of a kind, right? I think that goes to... I know that goes towards building our culture here at Utah State. Uh, it truly is a family environment. Uh, even last night, we were talking, one of the younger players that just came by was asking the coaches, like, why do you do this? And Coach Anderson cut him off. was like, hold on, what do we? why do we do this? And he just always reinforces the we. And we are a team. We are a family. And he does it through his actions, through his words. He reinforces it. And... He's a one-of-a-kind coach. Uh, I love him on and off the field, and that's the kind of coach you want. Uh, I've been fortunate to have a few that I look up to them on and off the field because I want a great man who's also a great coach. Good stuff there. Nick Henninger, defensive end from Utah State. and And, uh, He he transferred to Utah State after being at Utah, and really his – he was an okay player at Utah. We didn't really know too much about him, but he really blossomed uh, here in in Logan. And you remember there was a great day, leader on and off the court. I mean, there was off a the field. Excuse me. Three key transfers, Eric. Sorry, I didn't even interrupt you. But three key transfers came out of that: Caleb Rep, CLC Mariner, Nick Henniger, and Nick was kind of the far down drop forgotten guy. But of Caleb Rep and CLC Mariner, you can and you can understand why. Um, and 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 Nick simply came here because of Gary Anderson. Like he loved yeah. Gary. Yep. And then things kind of went south there, really south, obviously. Um, and I, I don't think any relationship was ever rotted away because of that. But when you bring in a new coach after, and I mean, you they lose Frank Miley the way right, they and did. He stood up for Frank, and he Miley. was a very big yes. validator of Frank Miley. And which is, look, he knows that team, he knows that coach, he knows that guy personally. I'm, I, I have no way and no sense to judge what he, what you know, in that regard of his opinion. But you lose Frank, so you lose Gary, you lose Frank, and then you're like, well, who's Blake Anderson? Like, who's this dude? Arkansas State? Well, you know, and and credit to Nick for one being accepting of Blake Anderson, but for two leading the charge of being like, "Hey, Blake's our head coach, and we need to accept that, and we need to be, get in line, you know, and and be supportive of him." Get behind this guy. And, and what get do you it know? Together. In his lone year with Blake, he develops his numbers just skyrocket, especially in the last four weeks of football. He had his best. He had his best three week stretch you could have possibly imagined. In two of those were the biggest of the three, the conference championship and the bowl game. Oh, and he yes. was phenomenal. Lights out. And and not and along the way, and little did we know, Eric, outside of Nick and outside of that whole thing is that he fell in love with Blake, man. He like when I asked him that question, he had to, you heard it, he paused and he didn't want to, you know, get too emotional at a pro day, but you could tell it, it meant a lot to him to have Blake there and Blake was actually in attendance as well as a, a lot of the coaching staff supporting these kids. Uh, another text, and then we got to take a timeout here in the full court press. This is coming in from 9315. Who was all the Utah State athletes that participated oh. in Pro Day? Was there anybody from a different school that participated? So, no- true. Sometimes that will happen. Somebody yeah. from another school will 
come hang out here because their school doesn't have a, a quarterback or yep. they just don't have enough guys that can compete in it. So they'll they'll travel to some other destination. Correct. So, yeah, that wasn't the case today. Everybody who participated was a Utah State player. Uh, they were going to have Cooper Legault throw to receivers today. I was told, Eric, that because if he would have thrown today, it would have taken away one of his spring practices and he would have had to sit. So he couldn't throw a pro day. Oh. Uh, and so they had the scouts throw to them, and they they were not good. <laughs> um, so the players that participated uh, in, in alphabetical order by last name, Dimitri Kaliafua, Jalen Bannerman, Shaq Bond, Brendan Bowling, Cash Gilliam, Nick Henniger, uh, Devontae Henry Cole, Kyle Mayberry, Marcus Moore, Jordan Nathan, Justin Rice, Savon Scarver, Carson Terrell, Devin Tompkins, and Derek Wright. Those were the 15 guys who participated today. Okay, you were able to catch up with a few other athletes. We'll hear from them. Uh, Al Lewis actually also got up to practice yesterday and heard from Blake Anderson and A.J. Vongpachan about spring football underway. We'll hear from them. And a big announcement for Utah State basketball today. A question has been answered. I don't know that we all love the answer, but I don't think we were surprised to see what it was. We'll reveal that coming up next on the Full Court Press. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing. They're sleeping in style. They're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor. And here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from My Mattress today and sleep better tonight. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof loyalty program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. is tasty and quick. Elements lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today it's the full court press weekday afternoons from four to six on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan 
Eric France and IJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in, whether it's on 1039, not 1039, I'm thinking of a different station, 1390 AM, 1069 FM. Oh, yes, I'm so glad it was you and not 1069 me. 1069thefan.com or the free 1069thefan mobile app. Hey, Eric, you know, I thought it was interesting about these uh, uh, pro day, watching these scouts kind of eyeball some of these guys. And, you know, you, you said it well, they really kind of, Turn some heads. Um, I don't know who's up next, but uh, call it out. Marcus man. Moore ran the forty, right? He runs it. Two scouts turn around and look at each other and go, "Holy bleep!" Like, and they kind of look at the paper and they look back to make sure that's Marcus Moore. Look at the paper, fill it out, and they're like, oh "My gosh!" I mean, it was really like Marcus Moore put on an absolute show today. For a lot of guys, and um, and he was so fun to talk to. He was so like he, he tried to kind of stay within himself when he was, but you could tell he was really happy with how he performed. Oh, it felt great. It felt amazing. Been working all my life for this for this day right here, and uh, you know, think I did performed well. Hopefully, you know, get some callbacks and whatnot. And yeah, yes, sir. Really showed out on the on the press today. Thirty two. That's. Tied for as high as anyone in the combine. How does that feel? I mean, it feels. I'm, I'm gonna lie. I, I feel pretty great about that. Um, I didn't even know that that was a that, that was a number right there. Had I known, I would have tried to get 33. <laughs> Heck yeah. So you, you do that and then you come in here and what, what was it? Four, four seven unofficially. Yeah. Four seven. I mean, okay. That's that's impressive. You know, to come do those back to back. How do you feel about that? You said what now? Uh, four seven. You know, you go into do 32 on the bench and then come in here. You know, 20 minutes later, you run out a four seven. You know, that's that's impressive for you. Oh yeah. What do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Um, to be honest, like with the bench and whatnot, you know, you're maxing out and it's a little difficult. You know, your body get a little tight and whatnot, so you come out here and really try to get warm. Um, but obviously, you know, I, I did my best I could, and uh, I guess four seven is what it was. Heck yeah, I feel great about it. <laughs> Marcus, obviously, when you got sick last year and you had to play below your normal playing weight, you're back to close to that right now. So, uh, how good does it feel to be to be what what playing at the weight that you're you're oh, more it comfortable feels, at? It feels amazing to be back up here. I weighed in today at 281. Um, man, playing from at 233, playing defensive tackle, it was very difficult playing against you know bigger guys, 300 pound dudes and. Um, I mean, I got the job done, but at the same time, you know, having that extra weight most definitely is a is a blessing. <laughs> yes, anything, uh, everything goes expected here for you. Did you have any expectations? Was anything different from what you expected before you got in this team? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, I think I did well today, but at the same time, like certain things that I could, I, I believe I could have done better. Um, you know, but that's just the hunger within me. <laughs> just wanting to do do better than what I did. You know. Marcus, what have you been doing in lead up to this? Have you, you go down to Florida and train, or what have you been doing? Uh, so I went down to Houston, Texas, a place called All In with an O. Um, one of my good friends from back home, childhood friend, my brother basically uh, brought me up there to Texas, uh, got me working out up there and whatnot, and you know worked my butt off. You know, obviously you guys seen it today. I worked really hard before I got up here. You know, two days every day, Monday through Monday through Saturday, worked my butt off. Yes, sir. And can you tell us, have any teams, scouts, have you been in communication with with any teams or anything? Uh, to be, with me, no, I have not spoken with anyone. Hopefully, you know, moving forward, I'll get some calls and whatnot. Yes, sir.
you talk about the support from other teammates, guys showing up to watch you guys do oh, this? How dude, cool was that? I, I heard guys, you know, during my 40, I'm like, I hear Mario, let's go, you know, cheering me on and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, I love it. And then obviously, you know, I got up here about two weeks ago to get used to the altitude. So just to be able to see the guys and whatnot, you know, they just starting spring ball. And you know, they got up this morning. They had practice yesterday. They was here today. And I'm, like, I'm thankful for that, for them coming out here and supporting. Heck yeah. Okay, so there's Marcus Moore. I love that guy. Uh, I'm going to miss he's him. He's a great individual. Oh, he's a great interview, isn't he? Yes. Isn't he an awesome interview? Yeah, he's he's been fun to talk to and fun to get to know. So Performed well in the uh, in the lift, Yeah, in, in the in the 40-yard dash. Yeah, now, You he, said something about him. He did two attempts, and one of them he kind of slipped. Yeah, so here's the thing is, yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. So in that, that second attempt, he... Um, he, uh, where he started, and he, I mean, just slightly, Eric, just slightly stumbled. But usually for an athlete, like in a pro day, if they slightly stumble, they're going to be like, hey, can I reset, try again, you know, whatever. Um, if you start running full sprint, get 10 yards down, then you got to go. Like, you got to finish it out. That's your time. But if you barely start and you slip or whatever, you can, you know, reset. That one, he just, I mean, he slightly stumbles and then books it. And not only does he only come up five tenths longer than his first run, but a scout turns around and is like, look, a lot of guys won't do that. Like, a lot of guys will be like, all right, let me reset. Let me retry it again. You know, he was like, screw it. Let's see what I can make out of it. Which I think is really uh, kind of notable because yes. you don't get perfect starts yes. on every snap. Exactly. In a football exactly, game. yeah. You don't give me a colon. Can I just try again coming off yeah, the edge? I, my bad. I reset my footwork here. <laughs> yeah, you don't get mulligans, right? And he, I, I thought that was really, he had an impressive, like him and. And, uh, and, and nobody has a bad attitude, right? But I think just the way they present themselves, I, th- I thought Handiger and Moore were really, really good today. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in or uh, ask questions about Utah State football pro day today, Ajay was there for all of it. Uh, I got to be honest, Ajay, looking at some of the things that I saw you tweeting out about the day, somebody who raised some of my eyebrows. Devontae Henry Cole. Yeah, how about him, huh? Best. I mean, here's a guy that most people forgot he was even still on the roster. Uh, and he showed out and had some good numbers today. Yeah, not only did he lead everybody in the vertical at 39.5 inches, and look, he had a rough bench rep. He only went 15 reps at 225, Eric. Uh, he came in at, uh, uh, at uh, 193 in weight, and he only got 15 reps in, but then he goes a 39.5 on a vertical, and he runs a 442. 40. His second time, uh, he pulled up. Uh, yeah, he pulled up, and I believe he grabbed his uh, his hammy on this one. He pulled. He got to the end, pulled up, grabbed his hammy. Uh, he seemed to be okay, but he went four four two on his first run, four five three on his second run. Um, dude, he he brought some uh, ooze and ahs from the crowd there. A guy who didn't play a lot last year, a guy who kind of found himself behind play the deck, behind the eight year. ball. Yeah, I mean, you saw. Calvin Tyler Jr. and John Gentry, and then Noah came in and got a majority of the reps towards the latter half of the season when Calvin Tyler was dealing with a bit of an injury. But my goodness gracious, I thought he was really, really good. Now, good for him for staying with it and uh, trying to get the, an opportunity to still play football, even though he was uh, buried deep on the depth chart at Utah State, never saw time, but uh, kept at it and trying to create an opportunity for himself. Yeah. Uh, one of the other guys that you caught up with afterwards and uh, somebody that uh, a lot of us have questions about 
is Devin Tompkins. You know, I think you had told – did you say this on air too? That you had asked him about his size and he was like a little bit eh, – Watch your language, kind of thing. Well, like, he didn't really like that I. Yeah, he was just a tiny. And I wasn't accusing him. No, I no, was no, no. Trying to pose the question in a way that illustrated that there are other guys in the NBA who aren't very big who have found a niche and have been successful. So is he? Can he fit himself into that same mold? So someone else asked something similar to that, and he was like. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure he's tired. Yeah, of that. Devin Tompkins was Answering great. That question. Ran in at 167. Uh, he had nine he only had nine reps on the 225 bench, but Eric, he went 38 and a half on the vertical. He had an 11 on the broad jump and a 447. Now that's unofficial, by the way, the 447. Someone else had him at 439. So everyone clicks to watch at a different way, right? And so you're standing, I mean, there's scouts lined up along the way. So whatever this scout says on this side of the, the field, someone else is going to have a totally different time and a view of it from their side. So he ranged between a 439 and a 446 officially on his vertical. Um, but uh, I, I thought he was impressive. And he, he, and by the way, the skills work that he had to do when the receivers were running corner routes, post routes, and fade routes. Devin was – he made the scout look like an All-American because there were some really just garbage throws, <laughs> and he still went up and went and got the ball. That was impressive. Devin put on a show. And here's what he had to say after his pro day at Utah State. I think I did pretty good today. You know, I think I hit all my numbers that I needed to and uh, just really showed all the scouts, the, you know, how my film, uh, you know, like my speed and stuff on film, I feel like I reflected everything today. So kind of, I'm, I'm happy about what I did today. There were definitely some some good performances today. Uh, I mean, nobody from this group got invited to the combine, which I think surprised some people. So, how much uh, did you guys kind of come in with that chip on your shoulder um, mentality coming into today? Um, I don't know. You know, I feel like everybody really just, you know, we were, I think we all took the, you know, the whole combine thing and uh, not being invited, just like for what it was. You know, at the end of the day, we understand like there's a system and a process and things of that nature. So, but I didn't, you know, we came out here worked hard and did exactly what we knew we were going to do. Been talking to scouts. Have you heard from scouts at all before this pro day? Um, yeah, a couple have reached out to me uh, before. So I got, to, I got to talk to a couple on the phone. They told me they'd be here today, and they were here. So it was pretty good. That obviously wasn't Logan Bonner throwing you the ball today, <laughs> was it? No, no, not at all. But, I mean, you know, worked out, you know. 38-inch vertical, it's really impressive, you know, you get up. Do you think being able to get up that high kind of maybe compensates for maybe being a little bit undersized compared to a lot of guys? So. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, the film shows that, you know, for itself. So, uh, you know, I just know that my athleticism is what's going to separate me from everybody else. How's it catching punts? I was easy. You know, there's, there's light work right there. <laughs> I do that all the time. So, but yeah. Do you, do you expect to be a punt returner if you or when yeah. you get into the NFL? Oh, yeah, you definitely. GT, mm-hmm. what's the preparation been like for you? Just, where were you before training and stuff for, for today? Mm-hmm. Um, I, was back, I was back in Florida and, um, you know, I mean, it was a great, it was a great process. Um, you know, I put on 14 pounds. You know, I kept my speed. You know, kept my kept my leaping ability and everything like that. So, I feel like I, I did exactly what I needed to do this offseason. So, what do you think it looks like for you now, moving forward? Now, reaching out to scouts, maybe mm-hmm. hopefully get more interest than you've gotten already. Yeah. Um. You know, I just, you know, it, just throw it up in the air and uh, hopefully, you know, somebody come pick me up. You know, somebody likes me a lot. So, at this point, you know, I've really just, I don't know right now. You know. I heard the rings are pretty big. Is it true? Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eric, the thing you're going to continue to hear in the final two interviews and what you've already heard so far <laughs> is that, yeah, the scouts didn't know who the heck we were until they showed up today, and they're like, oh, look at these guys. They're really good. 
paraphrasing, but that's what you, I mean, that was a common theme in everybody's voice. And those were un, uh, impromptu answers. Those were like, look, like we're good. And shame on you for not giving us one combine invite, despite being, as Nick would say, 11-3 and three on the season. And, and he's saying, look, those guys walked in and are like, oh, hey, this is a really impressive group. And Nick's like, well, you know, we won the Mount West Conference Championship, <laughs> so yeah, we're pretty damn good. You know, I mean, it gives us a little bit <laughs> of respect. a few things here, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I thought, they, I thought they performed well. I thought they were just phenomenal. And DT was one of those guys, too. 435-339-0321. If you've got a question about Utah State's Pro Day today, Ajay was there for all of it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take another quick timeout on the other side. We'll hear from Derek Wright, uh, one of the other guys that you were able to catch up with afterwards. A uh, great season for him at the wide receiver and uh, looking at his prospects of potentially making it yeah. uh, to the next, taking things to the next <laughs> level. Um, but before we do that, just want to remind you about uh, the Cash Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show taking place Friday and Saturday at the George S. Eccles Ice Arena. Uh, there's plenty of free parking. Uh, there's uh, God, lots of people uh, going to be coming through. Are they in the food trucks period. again? There are food trucks available. Oh, yes. The only reason why I'm going. A, a wide variety of different vendors will be there that can help you with all kinds of things related to your home, your garden, your lawn, your you know, trees, your landscaping. Uh, you name it, you're probably going to find somebody there who can help you with those things. Again, it's uh, Friday and Saturday at the George S. Eccles Ice Arena, and uh, it's it's cheap, like uh, two bucks for anybody 13 oh, and older to get in. 12 and under is it's free, awesome. so easy to get in and out of. Go check it out Friday and Saturday at the George S. Eccles Ice Arena. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. It's time to vote in Best of Northern Utah, and Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning would appreciate your vote again this year. They were named Gold Medal winner in 2021 because of their amazing service, and they look forward to another gold medal season. Go to Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning's website or Facebook page for a quick link to vote. Remember, you can vote once per day. Thank you for supporting Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in or ask questions about what took place today at Utah State University's Pro Day. Football players from this past football season had an opportunity to work out in front of how many scouts? 15? Uh, 19. 19? Yeah. 19 scouts from NFL organizations. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they range I mean, range from Washington Commanders to New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. Uh, you had Philadelphia Eagles there. I believe the Colts were represented, if I'm not mistaken, if I saw one there. Broncos. Um, so was it? Could you tell? Were there were there certain scouts without naming names or organizations? But could you tell? Were there certain scouts there that had a heightened interest, and others that were there just to do their homework? Or is it too hard to tell with no, so many there doing a lot of the same thing? That is a very, very, very great question, Eric. I'll say this: some of those guys who were there just to see and just do a little homework. Like it flipped a switch on pretty quickly, and they also became invested interest in certain players very quickly. It only took two events for some of these guys, and you could tell which guys they were to be like, "Hold on, we've got somebody here." I gotta put my serious yeah. hat on. Yeah, I, I, I think get. I'm a not just here gathering data. I saw one guy after a forty was ran pull out his phone, and I don't know what he was doing exactly. I have no idea, but you, <laughs> yeah, I think there was guys who didn't. You know, expect to see anything, saw something, we're like, oh, excuse me, Derek Wright was one of those guys, to be honest with you. Derek Wright was really good, really good on the corner routes, too. He'd run a sharp corner out, jab, step, hard inside, cut back outside, run it sharp, um, turn, look over the right shoulder, and then make the catch. Hands were there, showed him really well, great footwork as well. Derek Wright really, 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 really impressed me on the skills work. And here's what he had to say after his pro day performance earlier today. So, how was it? It was good. A lot of preparation coming into today. Uh, I was anxious just to get it over with. Um, a lot of, I mean, it's been, what, like three months of just building up for this day. So, felt like I executed well in most of the stuff. Um, wasn't happy with a couple things, but um, overall, I was, I was excited about today. So... What do you think you're most proud of of the different events that you did today? Um, I was pretty proud of my bench. Um, thought I did well with my routes. Showed that I, you know, have good hands and can be reliable. Um, my vert was about where I've been testing. I wanted it a little bit higher, but overall, I think everything was, was relatively good. So I think uh, Derek. I mean. You, USU fans saw your route running abilities and your hands the last couple of years. Um, I think we got a, a pretty good idea. Of your, you, know, you ran five, four or five in the 40 today and you know, 38 in the vertical. How good was it to kind of showcase some of those other uh, skills and let, let these scouts know that you do have some speed, that you, you know you, you can get up? Yeah. Um, I think on film I don't look very fast. I think I don't really think the scouts were expecting me to run well. Um, I was hoping for a little quicker 40, but, you know, overall, I was pretty happy with it, and I think um, think it was better than what the scouts were expecting, so. So what are kind of the next steps for you now moving forward after today? Um, just keep training, um, do more football stuff. A lot of this training we've been doing is just getting ready for the tests. Haven't done a lot of you know, football training, so going to keep, you know, working out and 
do try and do more on-field routes, catching and stuff like that. Um, just wait till the end of April and see what happens. Derek, did you get a chance to talk to any of the scouts today? Did they have any insight for you or anything? Um, I talked to a few of them. A lot of them were talking to Coach Cephalo. Uh, said they were happy with what they saw. I wanted to go back and watch my film again, which that was my goal coming in was to do well enough in here today to where it makes the scouts say we need to go back and reevaluate the film. Um, you know, if they can see that what I did today translates to on the field, then it's going to give me a good shot. How was the ring ceremony last night? It was sweet. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We hadn't seen or um, helped with the design of the rings or anything, so we didn't know what they were going to look like. Um, but they're beautiful and they're big, so happy with them. Your brother's up here right now, so how, how exciting is it to have a, a right a right here in Logan to keep the tradition going? Yeah, I was I was thrilled when he decided to come up here. I wish he would have been up here the last couple of years with me, but uh, me and my family are excited to be able to keep watching, you know, more Utah State games. I was already planning on watching a lot anyways, but it's going to mean a lot more now that, that Wesley's playing here, so exciting. I like it. The right tradition continues. If he's anything like his brother, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, he's excited about his brother. He's been here for a little bit and transfers from BYU and comes over here now. Uh, Should be a good pickup. Speaking of which, can someone help me understand something here? What the heck is Caden Cox doing going to BYU? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, he committed to BYU. Hmm. For football? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Kind of, actually, I'm really surprised. Now, granted, we have a kind of a deep QB chart right now as we speak, so it, I, I mean, I can understand some of it, but wow, his dad was former starting quarterback. Sure was. I, his his family's are his, all his family are Aggies, so really shocked to see that one. Yeah. Well, sometimes just the opportunity is not there. Yeah. Uh, all right, more from uh, your reactions. If you've got questions about what happened today at Pro Day for Utah State football, Ajay was there for all of it. He can. Lend uh, or answer your questions, or lend his own, uh, I guess, perspective. You were like, you "Oh, saw. I don't know what to say. What do I say? I'll lend his own wisdom? No, no, yeah, wisdom's definitely not the right word." <laughs> uh, but also, some big news with Utah State basketball: an announcement today, finally official. We find out the future of Justin Bean. We'll discuss that coming up next on the Full Court Press. But first, remind you about Napa Auto Parts: uh, five locations from Preston to Providence. Uh, they've got uh, the, the Napa know-how to help you, whether it's with your wiper blades or a battery, not only to find the right wiper blades or battery for your vehicle or certainly a lot of other parts, but to, they can even help you install it. Or if it's something even more detailed, they can recommend certified uh, uh, shops that can take care of the issue that you're facing with your vehicle. So go check out Napa Auto Parts today at any of their five locations from Preston to Providence. Here's some great news for you Ski-Doo and Can-Am owners. You have a choice when it comes to repairs on your Ski-Doo toys. Torque Motorsports. Now has Ski-Doo repair software so they can effectively and efficiently work on your machine. Torque Motorsports. We'll get you in faster and fix it right. The snow has been flying, so get your snowmobile ready for winter. Torque Motorsports. We'll give your sled a total inspection so there are no surprises on the mountain. Torque Motorsports on 2nd North, 10th West. Online at TorqueMotorsportsUtah.com. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us. 
or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary and we could be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and Southern Idaho. or online at alpinehomemedical.com. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped S.C. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get S.C. Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Just a reminder, Utah Jazz on the road tonight, taking on the Boston Celtics. Pre-game will be at 5.20, tip-off at 5.30 here on The Fan. That will cut into our second hour, but happily yield our time to David Locke. Jazz trying to rebound. As long as the Jazz don't suck, I'll be fine with it. I'm over sick. the Nets. I'm sick of the Jazz, us turning our time, our precious showtime, over the Jazz just to listen to them get their butts kicked by some team. Like, I'm just tired of it. If we're well, gonna, how would you classify butts kicked? Like, when I hear butts kicked, I'm thinking it's a... 20-point blowout. If you lose by five to one of the worst teams in the league, that's a butt-kicking. Honestly. Uh, uh, hmm. You let Kevin Durant just destroy you by himself. That's one of the worst teams in the league? You're calling the Brooklyn Nets one of the worst you teams in the league? You have a nearly healthy roster, and you can't go beat a Kevin Durant Brooklyn Nets team? True. They didn't have Kyrie Irving. I mean, it didn't have ben James Simmons, Harden. Or, did or James, James Harden? Harden. I mean, come on. Like, and we have Donovan Mitchell. We have... Uh, do we have Rudy Gobert that night? Yeah. What are we talking about? No and wonder Quinn's thinking about going to the Lakers. I don't and blame Juancho him Hernan Gomez. Come on. Stop it. 9315 texting in. What was the one thing the janitor seen today at Pro Day? You had no clue why they have them doing that thing or drill. I also want to wish Justin Bean the best. I know he'll be very successful at what he does in basketball after USU. Which means he's going to be playing basketball somewhere else is what Justin Bean's going to be doing. Yeah, uh, Justin Bean went to social media today saying, thank you, Aggie Nation, but I am pursuing the next level. Thankfully, smartfully, there was no that being said in his notes. Thank goodness. I don't know why that matters. Such an overused why do people? Phrase. Why does it matter? It's, it's unnecessary. Everybody uses it. There's like a template somebody put out there that every transfer athlete has to follow. It's like some unwritten rule. It's annoying. <laughs> Talk about the good things. How they took a chance on you. You come to love the place. Uh, but that being said, I'm going this place or I'm leaving or I'm graduating or whatever and throw in random scripture. It's like it's a template that every athlete uses. 
We'll talk more about Justin Bean, about Utah State football. First practice in the books next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The quarterback carousel is coming to a close, but Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo have yet to land with a new team. There aren't many starting jobs available right now, but the picture got a little clearer yesterday, or at least we think so. It was reported the Carolina Panthers are not interested in acquiring Mayfield. The reports could be true, but with how this offseason has gone, it's hard to believe what you hear when it comes to QBs. In one offseason, we've seen Tom Brady retire and then come back. We heard the Browns were out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Last season, we were told Aaron Rodgers wouldn't entertain a return to Green Bay. Makes it kind of hard to believe the Panthers are seriously out of play for Mayfield. Could it be possible? Of course. But with all the twists and turns that we've seen from the quarterbacking position this year with these teams, it's hard to believe. A lot of quarterback rumors until something actually becomes official. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, and now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historically low rates combined with rising home values means that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about our smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN, or go to loandepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. And MLS number 17444. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. The NCAA Tournament on Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 106.9thefan.com. We are Buzz And here's what you need to know. Well, somebody blinked and it wasn't Kyrie Irving. Just some breaking news moments ago. New York City Mayor Eric Adams changing the private business vaccination mandate on Thursday that'll take place. Kyrie Irving is now going to be able to play home games for the Brooklyn Nets. And also that on top of that, that allows unvaccinated players for the New York Yankees and the New York Mets to play home games on opening day. Aaron Judge might be one of those guys as well. Big news out of the National Football League was earlier today. Kansas City Chiefs trading away Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are giving the wide receiver a 40-year deal plus $120 million on his extension. 72.2 of that 
is guaranteed cash. Chiefs in their hand get five draft picks. That includes a 2022 first-round pick and a second-round pick. Meanwhile, LeBron James not playing tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers because of knee soreness. I'm David Gascon. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stop the high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Abbreviated hour here with you because we're going to make way for the Utah Jazz to get their butts kicked. Action tonight against the Boston Celtics. Enjoy that, kids. Pre-game at 5:20, tip-off at 5:30. Boston Celtics overall record 45 and 28. Utah Jazz overall record 45 and 27. Celtics winners of nine of their last ten. And have won four in a row. One of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Jazz, um, six of their last ten. Not quite as uh, as dominant. So, big test for Utah tonight. Uh, interesting comments made just moments ago from Al Horford about getting ready for uh, the Utah Jazz. The challenge for us tonight is to make sure that we come out with, with high energy and are able to you know, to take away those open looks. And and then we have to be able to, on the other hand, be able to move the ball pretty well, you know, obviously with Gobert um, there and him having the impact that he can have defensively. We have to make sure that, that we do a good job moving the ball um, and, and getting the shots that we want. So why was that interesting? Uh, just recent comments just came out from Al Horford about the Jazz. He just said they were interesting. The I was game like, plan tonight. I was waiting for something a little bit more spicier than, yeah, you <laughs> no, know, really Gobert bad. is going to be there, and we got to be ready, and we got to shoot the ball well, and we got to move the ball well. Take away the open Man, that was, that was awesome. I know, it's a lot of sauce. On <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, pregame at 520. Uh, Tip-off will be at 530. But before we do that, uh, we alluded to it just at the very end of the last hour. Big news today coming out of uh, Utah State basketball. Justin Bean uh, message today on social media. I'm not going to read his full statement, but um, really he goes through and he thanks Coach Spencer Nelson, Coach Tim Durier, Craig Smith, uh, Ryan Odom, uh, the, just the fans, and just how he has uh, grown and developed here in Utah State and in, in Logan. And uh, But the bottom line says, I will 
this uh, is after talking with Claire, my family and Coach Odom, I've decided to forego my final year of eligibility and declare for the NBA draft. I'm excited to take this next step in my journey. So um, interesting to see how it uh, plays out. We're going to be doing some things, uh, I think, in the couple of days here where we'll look at Justin Bean as a player and guys in the NBA, similar size and skill set. So does he... Does what he does today, what he's been doing for Utah State, translate to the NBA, or does it not? We've seen some good college players who just don't fit in the NBA. Is he one of those guys, or is he like others who have made a name for themselves and have uh, been able to stay on NBA rosters? Yeah, it'll be a fun discussion to have. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, The other big thing today, Utah State football hosting Pro Day, 19 Pro scouts in attendance in Logan to look at and evaluate a lot of Utah State football players, and um, looks like they were turning a lot of heads. Aj, yeah, they were good. Yeah, uh, fifteen guys showed up and showed out. Thought they did really well. Uh, Aggie Nation should be proud, and we'll uh, we'll see how it all comes down to when we get to April in the NFL draft. Uh, we had a question from nine three one five that we really I don't think we answered, but it says, "What was the one thing that you saw today at Pro Day that you had no clue?" why the players have to do that specific drill. They're, they don't waste time. I'm telling you right now, like when they do those drills and they do these things, there is no waste in motion. There is a reason for everything. And when I watched them do everything, you, you saw them explain what they're supposed to do, and then the player would do it. And, and, and not only that, but they make sure that the drill is being ran to perfection because if a player slightly makes a mistake on something, they're like, okay, we, wait, 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 hold on. This is what we want to see from you. Do it this way. Um, there is no waste in motion with anything that they, that those scouts put together. But were were there any drills or things that they had them do that kind of raised your eyebrow? You're like, no, that's that's odd that they're having them do that specifically. No, or- footwork for defensive backs, footwork for defensive linemen, and handwork for them as well. Same thing for linebackers. It was. Running routes, uh, specific routes for um, receivers. They wanted, and then uh, with that, they wanted to, uh, um, oh, geez, they wanted to run kind of deeper routes too. Like they actually focused on the fade and the corner routes a little bit. But uh, yeah, there is nothing that that fit that category at all. Uh, if you got any other questions about what AJ was able to see or observe at Pro Day today. Shoot us a text, 435-339-0321 on the Guild I'll be as open line. as I possibly can for you guys. If you've got any questions, let's, let's hear them before we get out of here. Uh, while we're speaking <coughs> of football, uh, it was spring practices began this week, on, and uh, Al Lewis was able to get up there and uh, talk to uh, Coach Anderson and A.J. Vongpachon after practices and uh, get their reactions to getting things started for Utah State in the spring, uh, some new faces, uh, old faces, old guys coming back and trying to run it back and do it again. And uh, let, let's first hear from Coach Anderson, just his evaluation of how things are going so far in this offseason and getting ready for a 2022 campaign. I was just thinking, Coach, I've been here a lot of years and watched Aggie football. Never seen a season like last year. Did you, I mean, when these things come around so fast, do you really get a chance to relish in that a little bit? Or all of a sudden you're thinking about the next year all of a sudden? You know, for us, I think coaches especially, you kind of move on real quick because you realize it just starts back over. Um, you know, we've got a dinner tonight for, for, the, for the team. Uh, the, the veterans are back, seniors are back for, for pro day in the morning. So we're going to take one more opportunity to get together. 
before everybody scatters to the wind and, and enjoy it a little bit tonight. But it's it's just not it's just not something you can spend a lot of time on. You, you've got another task ahead of you. It shows up really quickly, and you can't let. I said this yesterday. You can't let complacency set in. I mean, this is a new team. So we got to go back out and prove it all over again. Still, does the motivation of what those guys did, do you think that really builds this season to where they go at it differently than they've gone before? Absolutely. I mean, you carry over a lot. The energy from the wins, the energy from raising trophies and finishing the way we did, but also the standard that was set, how they worked, how they overcame, just the way they played, how they played late in games, tough games, close games. So th there's a lot of things that you carry with you. But this, this particular team is different, and they've got to create their own identity, and they've got to, they've got to go out and do those things. Um, you, you know, we don't, we don't get any points for, for last year's season. Just a pat on the back and, and a ring, that's all cool, but it, it won't score us any points or any first downs this fall. Mm -hmm. So you, you get into this, do you, you know, one thing I thought was really big is you kept most of your staff. Yeah. In our situation, when we have a season like that, we don't normally do that. No. So you're pretty, I think you're pretty fortunate that way. No, we were. Uh, a lot of guys had opportunities to leave. Uh, only lost a couple guys and, you know, they made decisions they felt like they had to. Uh, so, you know, 90% of the staff is still intact. Coordinators are still intact. Off-season strength coach and his whole staff still intact. Those are big. And it, it will show up, I think. Uh, it's kind of hard to quantify exactly what that looks like, but you do have continuity. We're not having to change schemes. We're not having to learn new things. Guys can just go out and focus on getting better at the little things. And you still have quite a core of guys yeah. who played back, too. Yeah, we did. We, we, we're going to miss some big players. There were some guys that, that had unreal seasons, some guys that made big-time plays when we needed them most. But some of those guys this time last year, we didn't know what to expect. And they all exceeded our, you know, kind of what we thought they might be able to do. Who's going to be that guy that does it this year? And maybe just it comes from more people. Maybe it's not one guy at a position. Maybe it's three or four at a position. Whatever it looks like, you know, this team's going to have to kind of figure that out. I thought it was interesting what you said yesterday is that the new players – you at least through the strength and conditioning saw them get it, or at least that you felt like they really did fit in that way. That's got to be great for them to go in, at least in the conditioning part and off season and, and fit in. Yeah, the first thing you look at is just movement skills, how they look as, as an athlete, without catching balls, without running routes, without coverages, just what do they look like as an athlete? And we were pleased with the change of direction, the just the ability, quickness, little things that we saw Coach Jackson and the strength staff really pleased with the guys that came in. Now they're going to transition it to the field, and the good thing is in two days of practice, they didn't look like new guys. They, they look like they belong, which means they've been studying, they've been listening and paying attention, watching tape, and they've gone out and been able to run basic basic stuff, but the first two days without looking like they're lost. And that's a when you only got 15 days, you don't want to waste days trying to learn. Well, and guys moving like that, they don't want to waste any time. No. They, they want to keep their career going. They, do. they, they know... You know, coming in, I need to be ready when spring ball starts so I can compete at the highest level, and I feel like we've gotten that out of this group. Mm -hmm. What about uh, just position changes? Have you looked at anybody in any spots that way right now, or is that the time? Would you do that after you know, after this spring football? No, we would do it now. There, there wasn't anything just significant that we felt like needed to happen. Uh, AJ, AJ Carter's moved out to corner. We wanted some more length out there. He did a great job in coverage this fall. I mean, the guy basically lined up at three or four different spots. With some of the new additions that we had, it gave us the flexibility to slide him outside. 
beyond that, everybody's kind of where they were before. Uh, now, we may have some opportunities as spring progresses to, to experiment with a, a guy here or there, but for right now, he's really the only significant move that we've made. What about trenches? Uh, I know offensive line last year, you had the group, and then you got a few injuries in there, and some other guys plugged in. Is that a group that's still in flux, or do you feel like most of those guys who were starters last year are the guys who have the job there in the trenches? Well, you felt like they played, a good, they played a good season. We stayed healthy. They got better as the season went along. I think what we can benefit from now is some young guys that can push guys, maybe a little bit more depth than we had a year, a year ago. It's not going to be huge. It's not going to be crazy, but we'll have a few more bodies to work with. And we had a couple guys that are here in January, so it does give us a couple bodies that we didn't. Poulet missed most of the season with an injury last year. He's back out playing, and he's one of the most athletic guys up there. So that, that, that has helped us already. Who is out in, in spring football? Is anybody much? Well, Jackson Owen is, is out. Um, you know, obviously, Logan Bonner walking right next to me right now. Um, you know, we, Monty McGarrity's going, you know, a couple things that need to be cleaned up. They'll miss spring, but they'll be back for the summer. Uh, you're still trying to get Brock Lane back on the field. He's, he, he's kind of in that day-to-day -day type situation coming off his knee surgery. Nobody that we're concerned about being ready for fall, but not sure we'll get out of them you know, what we'd really like to this spring just to be safe and make sure they're healthy. Do you like the first two days so I do. Far? I do. Uh, competitive, chippy, energetic, guys flying around, and, and we look like we've been paying attention. So as insulation builds, It'll be, you know, that'll be where you kind of keep an eye on guys. Do they start bogging down? Do they slow down? Or can we st stay playing fast? Thanks, Coach. Thank you. I wanted to tell you. Interesting stuff there, Coach Anderson. Um, Man, a lot of guys back. I hope Brock Lane can get back and get healthy, Eric. They really need him back. I Yes. Dude, I'd love to see Brock Lane be on the field because when he's healthy, he is an absolute monster. He's so good, and he stands out. Like I, They got to get him back and get him going again. Uh, looks like right now maybe a Johnny Carter, the only real major yeah. position change. Takes but Cash Gilliam's very spot. Early, yeah, in that cornerback very spot. Very early in the spring. He could be good, too. That. He's got good size, good speed, good hands, good footwork. I think he could be a, a good addition to that cornerback group. All right, need to call another timeout here in the full court press, but before we do... Mount West Motor, big thanks to them, by the way, for all they do. Go to 615 North. Uh, you can go to Mount West, or MWMotor.com, and they'll take really, really good care of you for trucks, SUVs, RVs, trailers, man. They, they do it all. Advanced Fireplace and Stove would appreciate your vote in the Best of Northern Utah competition. The 2021 gold medal winner in the Fireplace Retrofit category is ready to serve you again in 2022. It's easy to vote for Advanced Fireplace and Stove. Just go to their website or their Facebook page for a quick link voting option. Thank you for your vote in 2022 for Advanced Fireplace and Stove. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Here's some great news for you Ski-Doo and Can-Am owners. You have a choice when it comes to repairs on your Ski-Doo toys. Torque Motorsports. Now has Ski-Doo repair software so they can effectively and efficiently work on your machine. Torque Motorsports. We'll get you in faster and fix it right. The snow has been flying, so get your snowmobile ready for winter. Torque Motorsports. We'll give your sled a total inspection so there are no surprises on the mountain. Torque Motorsports on 2nd North, 10th West. Online at TorqueMotorsportsUtah.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Uh, Guild Mortgage text line 1570 texting in. I saw the Raiders sign Kyler Fackrell. What kind of impact do you think he'll have with the team? 
Starter or rotation? I see him more of a rotation guy for now. But I think he'll he'll see a lot of, uh, of reps and plays on the field. Uh, another former Aggie on the move, but his destination is not yet settled. Bobby Wagner. Uh, sounds like that uh, deal with the Cowboys didn't work out. And apparently he's been meeting with uh, the Rams. So still waiting to see what happens with Bobby Wagner. That's going to do it for us tonight. Utah Jazz pregame coming up at 520. Tip-off at 530 as Utah Jazz take on the Boston Celtics. And uh, tomorrow we'll recap it all and get ready for March Madness Sweet 16.